KXSFLP San Francisco. Rockneto. Welcome. I see you found your way into my humble dwelling. And like most people who cross this threshold, I see you have many questions. By entering this space, this sacred space, this humble shack, this dwelling of mine, you have consented, of course, to a decision, a choice. And the nature of choice in this world of ours is there's really no decision at all. You already know what you're going to do. KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 MHz and KXSF.FM.
KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 MHz at KXSF.FM.
where are you exactly at this very moment? At this very moment, I actually am in a kind of an interesting uh, situation. I'm standing in a hotel parking lot, uh-huh. walking into the NAM show. If anybody knows what that place is, it's basically Guitar Center times 10,000. Every possible gear and uh, music nerd on the planet comes and congregates here. And uh, I'll be here um, supporting Dave Smith Instruments, which is a San Francisco-based synth company that I I covet and use their instruments quite extensively. Totally. Well, that sounds super fun. And where is this located, by the way? What city? This is in Ana- Anaheim, California. Anaheim. Cool, man. I'll, I'll check it out as soon as I can. It, it sounds like it's paradise for musicians right there. It's pretty pretty intense, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, for taking the call. I know that uh, you're an extremely busy uh, human being. And again, like uh, to, to be able to talk to you is an absolute honor. Uh, we checked out... You're, you're about to, to... No, you released an album in 2019 called uh, Modern Mirror. Great album. Uh, talk to us about it. Well, it was um, recorded over the course of about eight months, um, but it was conceived in about one month, um, maybe maybe two months, I'd say, the music and the lyrics. While I was living in Athens, Greece, um, 2017, and it was uh, it was a really kind of amazing departure from typical writing style, which has historically landed me in my bedroom, um, working, you know, a slower rate. This was more of a kind of a think tank, self-imposed think tank, and uh, which I kind of was holed up in a flat in Athens. Didn't really know anyone. Didn't really have any purpose other than to just kind of learn about the city and just kind of compile songs and amass ideas. And it, it went it went swimmingly. And uh, by the end of the trip, Drab uh, Majesty was slated to go on tour and I, I had already kind of had about maybe 15 songs worth of material um, in my pocket and kind of put that on ice for a second and then when I got back from tour I tried to make sense of it and uh, I recorded it with Josh Eustis uh, known as Telephone Tel Aviv um, he and I worked together extensively also on demonstration and um, he's a great collaborator and I was an uh, honor to work with him again on this Totally. Uh, my favorite track out of that album is uh, Oxytocin. Tell, tell me ab- about that specific song. Oxytocin actually was the only exception um, to the writing process, and that, that song was uh, concocted in a green room in Warsaw, actually. I had been playing with that guitar idea. Just this two, it's a two-chord song, mm-hmm. um, and it's just an oscillation between two chords, and I was kind of playing it at sound checks throughout the tour, this, this tour that was after the Athens trip. And uh, I just had some extra time in a green room, and I recorded it down on my computer, you know, very, very crudely, just, you know, into the speaker on the computer. And then I brought Mona over and said, hey, listen to this. I said, please ad-lib something completely impromptu. Don't think about it. Like, just sing something over it. And he sang a series of utterances, and sounds and, and melodies and first try first try and that was it and uh then we took that melody he came out with on that first impression of the song and then he put words to it later um 
the lyrics are pretty self-explanatory. I think yeah. most people can kind of know what what the song is about. But totally. the way it was conceived was was uh, very quickly, kind of haphazardly, and uh, as a result of having some extra free time in the green room between uh, soundcheck and the show in Warsaw. Awesome. Uh, one of the aspects uh, of your project that we enjoy the most is the lyrics. We think uh, they are very di very deep, very poetic. How important are they for you? They're very important. They're important as um, as conveyors of a message. They're also important as actual as an instrument, as uh, as sounds. I like to think of words. All words kind of have their, their own specific timbre. They have a they're like a chord or a, like the striking of an object. They all have they have there's sharpness, there's softness, there's kind of density to some words. Words are rhythmic. So lyrically, I like to think about rhythm and cadence and flow and uh, and percussiveness of that. So that's important just on a um, purely on just like a, an utterance level. So if you don't even speak English, you're able to derive something of course. from the lyrics. But then, of course, they're, they are important um, as something that delivers content and, uh, and a message. I try to be a little bit more kind of... Um, vague and uh, take some more kind of freely associative uh, liberties with my lyrics just so it doesn't feel like I'm speaking about a specific event or something that's, you know, the, the listener can't really just insert themselves in. Because I think some of my favorite songs are ones that are just, they're just proposing kind of ideas and, and moods and feelings and um We can we can kind of put ourselves in that the, the narrative of what's going on there, uh, but yeah, I mean, I also like it's uh, I like to create uh, use an, like analogs from real life or talk about something to describe something else, not be too specific. It's uh, every song does have a, a core starting point for an idea. It's not just completely freely associative. Um, But it's also, like I said, not 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 my main goal to, to, to be specific and deliver some kind of punchline or something like that. Of course, because um, then the song's over. Then you know it. You know exactly what it is. It's, just, it's not open ended. And I like art that is open ended. Of course, when when you write the lyrics, uh, uh, do you get inspiration from uh, maybe poets, maybe uh, writers? I've always been really inspired by uh, Baudelaire, specifically his collection Paris Spleen as um, I love his cadence and I, I, I love the way he can describe the, sh the quickest moment in time just the, he can draw out a, a, a fraction of a, of a minute um, so so beautifully um, yeah I mean I, I like I, I like a lot of poetry it's, it's hard to kind of re reduce it down to, to one single for a few people but yeah um, and I do write my own poetry as well hopefully looking to release a collection of that at some point maybe oh, that'd be awesome year. do you yeah. have do you have anything uh, any of those on the internet somewhere that we can uh, check out no I, I don't there was a there was a there was a small zine that I had I made of some of my poetry in 2013 right when I kind of started playing out as Drab Majesty and I had it on the merch table for maybe two shows so if anybody got that zine they were lucky that's pretty much all all i have there you go. for at this point but um yeah i'm definitely assembling some some poems in a book that i'd like to release at some point 
That's great news. That's that's really really great news. I hope you release them as, as soon as possible. And uh, talking about the the creative process, uh, you mentioned uh, feelings uh, a couple of minutes ago. Your music is full of passion. It's full of uh, feelings themselves. Um, how do you create your music? Do you have a specific moment and time of the day? Uh, maybe during the night? Maybe when it's raining? Or I don't know. Well, what, how does it work for you? For me, it's actually the contrary. It's in, in the morning, as, as early as possible. Um, it's important, I feel, that if you come out of the womb, whatever, the, the proverbial womb, you know, you come out of that and, and you're, you're fresh on the day and, and no no connection with the outside world, just sit down, maybe maybe a little bit of coffee, maybe something just to, like, maybe, maybe go for a run or something like that, just in the most freely receptive form. Recording at the end of the day or writing, trying to compose something at the end of the day, all the kind of trials of the day seem to compound by the end of the day. And then I, I feel personally I'm just kind of emotionally and psychically fatigued. So at that point, it's kind of hard to just like kind of tear into something meaningful. Of course. I, I typically, I used to, I, I used to sleep uh, with my guitar next to me. So I'll just wake up and maybe just start playing just completely from kind of trying to write from, from the id and, And something will come out usually very quickly if, uh, if, 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 I'm, if I'm in a healthy mental space. And of course. The songs write themselves very fast. I, I rarely labor over a song. I, I find that if I'm kind of editing and, you know, just sculpting something, it, 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 can, be, it can be overworked. And then it just doesn't feel sincere or kind of, you know, divinely inspired. Definitely. So that 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 might mean that you kind of dream your songs, dream of your songs. I would say in some 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 respect, yeah. That's very yeah. interesting. Interesting. Perfect. Uh, your project has been around uh, for how long? For seven years now, isn't doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Seven seven active years. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I saw a post on or, on your Instagram. The, uh, your first show was for part-time punks in back in LA seven years ago. It was, and my second show was in San Francisco. Um, awesome, at the Knockout, actually. Excellent. And uh, talking about San Francisco, you're coming to San Francisco. We are. <laughs> yeah, no, you're uh, a Saturday, uh, January eighteenth. Oh, oh, well, Berkeley, well, Berkeley, yeah, Berkeley, yeah, Berkeley, Berkeley, yeah, yeah, yeah. Berkeley will be there. This is true. At the UC Theater. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything special planned for the good for that gig? That gig is part of a festival, so yep. typically we try not to kind of take over and do like over uh, more high, higher produced shows. It's only a thirty minute so. um, performance, which is kind of uh, kind of typical for a festival. So, I mean, you can definitely expect all the typical Drab Majesty um, fanfare and all the. The things we usually do, but it's it is a shorter set. Unfortunately, it's, we have to kind of size down. Do you have any you, you have any plans to come back uh, after that and uh, maybe play a, a smaller venue here in the city or or in Berkeley? You mean on, on this trip or A after or this one? After this one? Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing planned uh, as of as of now. Actually, we're we're headed to Asia and Australia at the um, cool. February and, and and through March uh, and then 
kind of maybe a little bit of runs in Europe, and then I think we're going to kind of close the chapter um, for the latter half of 2020, and I'd like to get back into that that kind of those morning writing modes. And of course. Maybe work on some other projects and whatnot. Cool. We've been on the road for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. So uh, can we see a, a new Drop Majesty record in 2020, or we're kind of looking at 2021? I think we're looking as far as an LP goes for at 2021, but um, there could there could in fact be a, a single, a maxi single, maybe a, you know, a 45, 12 inch down the pike um, if, if if time allows and the release schedule can accommodate that. But um, there's nothing in the works as of now. Excellent, well. Dev, uh, thank you so much for the interview. It's been an honor. It's always an honor thank to, you. to talk to creative minds like you. We will see you definitely on uh, January 18th at uh, the UC Theater in Berkeley. Uh, I know it'll be a, a sick, uh, sick show. And, uh, of course, if you want to, uh, you can come to the station and, you know, we can, you can play for us or we can interview you live or anything. The station. Well, maybe we could arrange something, yeah. Yeah, totally. That'd be fun. Okay, Deb, thank, thank you so much. Uh, have a great uh, rest of the day uh, back in Anaheim. And I'm going to play Ellipsis uh, from your, uh, uh, from what album is that? Ellipsis from Modern Mirror. Thanks again, man. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, Deb Demure from Drab Majesty in Gotneto at KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. And this is the song that we were talking about. Ellipsis, Drab Majesty. Okay, it's a song.
KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 MHz and KXSF.FM.
out of their 2019 album Love Comes Close that is a cold cave with Life magazine in Goth Neto at KXS7 at 2.5 FM San Francisco great interview with Deb Demir from uh, Drab uh, Majesty incredible incredible and uh, in a few minutes we will be calling uh, Barcelona we will be talking to Semiotic Department of Heteronyms also known as SDH here in Goth Neto let's go ahead and uh, talk about our benefit that is coming on uh, January the 30th from 9 p.m. to 2 in the morning. We are the ones, DJ Collective, they are throwing this benefit for KXSF uh, with DJ Fira, Gorilla Pomp, Adonai, Brown Amy, who is also a member of uh, of the DJ Collective uh, Chulita Vinyl Club, uh, Tecmush, uh, Sounds of Paradise, great DJs, to be honest. This is an all-star lineup right there. You gotta come. From 9 p.m. to 2 in the morning, uh, all of the monies that we make will be coming directly to KXSF 102.5 FM. San Francisco, come over, join us, help us at the underground, the surf, in the hate. Don't touch that dial, it's finally here. All day long and all night long, KXSF is now broadcasting and streaming continuously 24-7. That means now when your favorite shows on KXSF are over... Great programming keeps on playing online at www.kxsf.fm, curated by actual human beings who volunteer at KXSF. Now there's no reason not to always stay tuned to people-powered KXSF-FM, San Francisco's true independent community radio station. Yes, indeed. That is absolutely correct. Thank you, MJ, for that. Uh, yeah, now we're broadcasting and streaming 24-7. So now uh, when, you, when, when Rock Neto is over... Uh, you're not going to hear those uh, weird noises and the sea waves or uh, any other kind of weird stuff. All you're going to be able to hear at KXSF is live, uh, continuous music curated by your KXSF DJs. So yeah, you can tune in to KXSF all day long, all night long, and you'll have uh, great, great music, believe me. Also... Uh, this past uh, month has been an extremely interesting uh, one for KXSF. We are about uh, to debut seven new shows here at, at KXSF. Um, DJs from all different backgrounds, from all different uh, styles. Uh, yesterday, I had the honor of training El Sur who used to be a, a DJ uh, back at KOOP in Austin, Texas. And um, he came, uh, you know, ready to destroy the airwaves uh, here in San Francisco. He played uh, the hardest and the fastest metal there is out there. And he will be uh, having his show here at KXSF uh, pretty soon. I'm pretty soon. I'm pretty sure he's going to be uh, debuting with his show uh, next week. Besides him, we also have uh, the absolute honor of uh, having here at KXSF a DJ member also of uh, Cholita Vinyl Club, the DJ collective. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Suproblema. Yes, indeed. I'm pretty sure uh, a lot of you know about her. Uh, she, you know, she DJs uh, along with uh, Cholita Vinyl Club at uh, different places, uh, very important uh, venues. I know she has uh, DJed, uh, she has spin records at uh, MoMA, uh, the Young Museum, 
And also, I know that she DJs uh, even without uh, Chulito Vena Club. Uh, she's got, a, I believe, a DJ night at the 540 Club. Very, very interesting. Uh, her show will be taking place every other Monday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., starting this upcoming Monday. We also have uh, Grapefruit with Marisol, which goes on uh, Sundays from 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, Bita, she will also be doing a show on uh, Tuesdays from 10 p.m. to midnight. Uh, what else? So many that I forget. Um, Natty, Natty, also, he used to be the music director at uh, SFSU, the radio station of, of SFSU, San Francisco State University. And he will be spinning on Tuesdays from 6 to 8 p.m. And uh, Tori, uh, also, she will be debuting pretty soon, uh, if, not ne if not next week, the following week. But at this point, I think she's going to be doing 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. So our schedule is uh, practically full, uh, you know, with live DJs. We spoke about how now we play music, uh, you know, all day long, all night long, music 24-7. And, you know, but with the addition of all these new DJs, we'll have uh, continuous live music with live DJs from uh, 10 in the morning all the way until midnight. Also, our good friend uh, Donna McKeown is coming back. He's going to be doing a show, recording a show all the way from Ireland, from Dublin. And uh, he will be debuting his new show for KXSF. Uh, not this Friday. The next one. From 9 in the morning to 10 in the morning. Fridays once again. So this is the, a very interesting time for, for KXSF. Extremely interesting time for KXSF. Um, also, so you know, there like, there's so much, so much going on. Uh, this Sunday... We have uh, live sessions once again. They go from uh, 2 to 3 p.m. And we will have Fantasy Spiders performing live for us here at the studio. Uh, we'll be streaming live through the internet. And obviously, we're going to be filming uh, their performance. And it will be on our YouTube channel. By the way, talking about live sessions... The, a couple of videos from uh, the live session with the Seos Primitivos that we did uh, two weeks ago, they're, they're already on, on, on YouTube. So I recommend you to, to go and check them out. They performed great, such a, with such speed, uh, with such uh, energy. And uh, the message of, of their lyrics is uh, simply, simply great. It is, it is uh, a privilege for, for a lot of us that uh, work here at KXSF to be able to, you know, to, hang, uh, to collaborate with all these creative minds that, in our opinion, are the, the best uh, projects in San Francisco. Besides our benefit on January 30, uh, we're doing a uh, benefit at the Rio once again. It will be taking place, the next one, at fe on February 8th, Saturday. And it will be uh, Damien's uh, birthday party, and we have Mondays. Uh, this great uh, band from San Francisco that will be playing during that evening. And of course, Damien's band, Bellyfruit, and also uh, Captain Flapjack. After that one, uh, we're going to be throwing another benefit at the Makeout on uh, January, no, February the 23rd. 
So we're working on that lineup at the moment. We're doing uh, two benefits a month. Uh, most of them are taking place uh, El Rio and the Makeout. And uh, a couple of days ago, we were able to book 9 to 4 Gilman for May 3rd, Saturday. We will be doing that benefit there. This is just exploding. This is just amazing. It's a great time to be part of KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Let's go now and play something. Let's let's stay dark and miserable and let's suffer and let's uh, think about poetry and let's think about uh, the the deepness of of the night and enjoy this rain. Let's be miserable for a minute. I have this beauty for you. And I don't really have to present it to you. You should know who this is.
KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 MHz and KXSF.FM.
tear you apart. KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 MHz and KXSF.FM.
great classic from the Cure, A Forest in Gotneto at KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Generous support of KXSF San Francisco Community Radio comes from Charles Neal Selections. Since 1998, San Francisco-based Charles Neal Selections has been an importer and distributor of fine wines and spirits for wholesalers, retail stores, and restaurants across 17 states. Learn more about Charles Neal's focus on imports from family-owned operations throughout France by visiting the website at charlesnealselections.com. Thanks for your support. Support for KXSF comes from Lady Falcon Coffee Club, an iconoclastic, only in San Francisco, coffee roastery. Born and blended by the beach in the outer sunset and female-owned and operated, look for Lady Falcon Coffee Club beans at Byright, Williams-Sonoma, Gus's, Rainbow Grocery, Good Eggs, and other fine food vendors, or at their vintage mobile coffee truck about town. Learn more by visiting their website at ladyfalconcoffeeclub.com. Thanks for supporting San Francisco Community Radio. In a few minutes, our conversation with Semiotics Department of Heteronyms, also known as SDH. They will be calling us all the way from Barcelona, Catalonia, and it will be an absolute honor to talk to them. During the last hour of Rogneto, we will be chatting with a great creative mind of Juana Molina. A place to bury strangers. Everything always goes wrong. In Gotneto, Akeksasan. KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 megahertz and KXSF.FL. Yeah. 
rock metal.
that is uh, assimilate with skinny poppy uh, in rock neto at KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco Community Radio it's 2.43 p.m. in San Francisco 11.43 p.m. in Barcelona, Catalonia and that means that we have the absolute honor and pleasure of talking to semiotics department of heteronyms also known as SDH and we have uh, Sergi and Andrea uh, with us here in Rockneto. ¿Cómo están? How are you? Uh, hi. hi. Hola. Bien. Thank you. Uh, ¿Cómo está Barcelona en estos oh. momentos? How's uh, Barcelona uh, at this very moment? Uh, sí. We lost, uh, we lost, uh, we lost the connection. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Les pregunto que cómo está, cómo está Barcelona en este momento. ¿Qué están haciendo precisamente en, en este momento? Ahora mismo, pues, eh, estamos en casa, eh, tenemos la casa llena de cajas, porque nos vamos a mudar en, en breve, estamos en proceso de mudarnos de ciudad, Ajá. Y, y nada, hemos cenado y estamos esperando la entrevista. Aquí es muy, aquí es de noche, sí. y hace un poco de frío, y nada, estamos, estamos aquí, en casa. Excelente, uh, Siri says that uh, they're at home. Getting ready, uh, they're packing because they're moving to a, to a different city. Uh, it's cold, it's late, but it's lovely as usual uh, in Barcelona. Uh, what city are you moving to? ¿Qué ciudad se van a cambiar, se van a mudar? We're going to to Valencia. I'm yes. from. I'm originally from Valencia. We're going to Valencia. We're going home. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. Hey, so we've been following uh, SDH for a couple of years, and we love the sound of the band. We love, uh, you know, the music that you create. Nos encanta lo, lo que han hecho en los, en los últimos años. Gracias, muchas gracias. Sí, es, 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 un, es un proyecto muy profundo desde nuestro punto de vista. It's a very uh, profound project from our perspective. Uh, Tell us how the band started. Uh, Platícanos cómo ha comenzado la banda. Bueno, empezamos... Nosotros tenemos otra banda que se llama Wind Atlas. Y, y la idea con este proyecto era precisamente hacer algo mucho más sencillo. Eh, como que pudiésemos hacer nosotros dos en casa. Grabar, grabar en casa y ir de gira muy ligeros. Y, y bueno, empezamos a, a probar de hacer algo un poco más pop, porque nuestro otro grupo es como un poco más experimental. Claro. Y, y salió salió esto. Yo tenía ganas de, de explorar um, otras... Quería ponerme en el papel de, de otros personajes, de ahí, de, ahí, de ahí el nombre, de ahí el nombre de Semiotic Department of Ecebonin que eh, empecé a crear una serie de heterónimos de, de personajes a través de los cuales poder escribir y expresarme y, y eso me descubrió nos descubrió muchas bueno muchos caminos que hasta ese momento no nunca habíamos explorado más relacionados con el baile con el cuerpo con lo corporal y, y bueno y hasta hasta hoy Excelente. Pues bueno, es un, es un gran trabajo lo que han hecho con, con uh, SDH. Uh, they tell me that uh, they, 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 have a, they used to have a, another project, or they have a, a different project. 
and they they just decided uh, to try to do something uh, different uh, you know more simple uh, for them and uh, this project uh, has helped them to create uh, different characters that uh, you know that uh, are based mo mostly on uh, da on dancing and uh, the body movement uh, and all that eh, acaban de, de lanzar eh, oh, van a lanzar no un EP que va a salir pronto you're about to release a new EP in a, in a couple of weeks yeah. if I am not mistaken The 20 February 20th. And so far, you released yeah, uh, again, no, I, no Miracles. That's the first single out of that. The primer single se llama No yeah, Miracles. Yeah. Platícanos de No Miracles. Uh, yeah, we, eh? Platícanos de, de este sencillo. Talk to us about this single. Ah. Bueno, es una canción, es seguramente la canción más, más dura que, que hemos grabado. Eh, la que suena un poco más EBM o sí, un poco más un poco más, más dura eh, y pero bueno es, es el resto del, del EP tampoco tampoco es tan tampoco es tan duro es un poco parecido a lo que era el primer disco tiene canciones más bailables y otras un poco más etéreas un poco más más pop eh, pero bueno creo que es, es como un disco que hemos hecho pensando más en llevarlo al directo seguramente porque el primer disco lo hicimos sin pensar siquiera en que haríamos casi conciertos <risa> y, y este disco pues ya ya habíamos tocado en directo sabíamos qué canciones funcionaban más cuáles menos y, y sí que de alguna manera sí que nos influenció eso a la hora de como de escribir los temas nuevos o sea, pensando que algún día los tocaríamos en directo es un disco que habla como el título dice against strong thinking es un título que habla de, de las grandes categorías de pensamiento no que están que están bajo los grandes discursos y los, estos discursos monolíticos y axiomáticos en los que no cabe hacerse ninguna pregunta o, o, o no hay ninguna no hay ninguna brecha no hay ninguna fisura y, y el disco bueno las letras en general son son una bueno precisamente una apología a lo contrario no una, una apología a la duda y a y a lo roto, y a la, y a la, a la incerteza, um, y de eso, de eso va. Excelente. Uh, they tell me that the new single, I know Miracles, is actually the, 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 the fastest, the hardest uh, uh, track out of this new EP that will be released, and it, it's a little bit more uh, kind of EDM, uh, you know, uh, faster. Uh, they tell me the rest of the songs will not be as, uh, as hard as this one. And um, they... Uh, made it thinking about uh they, they made these songs thinking about how they were going to be playing playing them live during concerts during gigs and uh and that tells me that uh this song talks about uh the great categories of uh, of thought of uh, thinking and it's kind of like an apology uh to to doubt and and, and all that excelente uh ¿Qué tan diferente es este este nuevo EP comparado con el el primer disco How different are these two, uh, the, this new EP, compared with uh, the 2018 self-titled album? I think it's more tangible, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think it sounds better <laughs> uh, to begin with, and then I think it's yeah. Uh, it has like two songs that really uh, danceable tracks, 
and then there's like the other four are kind of similar to the first LP, but I think they're better. Yeah, um, in in the in, in the first record, I find myself like uh, dancing on the stage. I I never did this before, so, and I I really enjoy dancing on the stage. And we want we want to to do more danceable songs. So. Of course. <laughs> Now that you're talking about dancing, the music video for uh, No Miracles, it's a great music video. I think I watched that video maybe 20 times in the past week. <laughs> it, is, it is, you know, it's simple, but yet it's poetic, it's, it's, it's dark, it's uh, deep. Mm -hmm. And uh, <coughs> it's you, no? And uh, Andrea, just, just dancing to it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's funny because we we improvised that, that video. I mean, we we didn't have an idea, but we we had to deliver a video to a band or label, and we just uh, switch switch off the lights in a room, and and with a lantern, uh, I did like the strobe lightning, really? and a friend of and a friend of us just recorded everything. So it was really improvised, and I edited myself. So. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of difficult to do to do videos, video clips uh, without any money and <laughs> of course. You know, you are in, in this in this era that you have to, to deliver video <laughs> music, uh, you know? Yeah. And uh, you don't have money and it's incredible. I don't know. It, it was fun. It's yeah. fun to do this, this kind of, of videos. <laughs> and and that's the way you like to dance on stage when when you're performing. Yeah, yeah, uh, sí, eh, yo no, siempre me ha gustado bailar, pero no, nunca me había entregado a ellos tan, <laughs> tan fuerte y, y, y sí, 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 Excelente. es la misma manera, creo que solo sé bailar de una manera. <laughs> yeah, she says that that's uh, exactly the way she, she likes to dance and that's the way she dances on stage. Excelente, so... Uh, Lanzan el EP eh, en qué en, en cuan, dos semanas más o cuándo sale? When do you release the new EP? Sí, it's uh, yeah end of February, I think it's the twenty, yeah. Okay. Fourteen, oh, fourteen, yeah. How many yeah. how many tracks on on, the, on that EP? It's six six songs. Six songs, excellent. Are you thinking about yeah. uh, releasing an LP, a uh, long play uh, album uh, later on in 2020? Yeah, maybe we are uh, always making music, but we want to think. Yeah, slow, slowly. Yeah, we it won't it won't probably came out next year. Maybe but, maybe in 2021, but we don't know. We 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 have a lot of shows in next uh, this yeah. year, uh -huh. and we want to enjoy this. And yeah, and, we really want to enjoy uh, shows and and make and, and we we want to make music, but. We want to yeah take it. take it yeah we we have lots of songs and we we want to take our time to to sing what what's the best material and and put out something that we are proud of Excellent. yeah, yeah. Perfect. and i want to write more and really i don't know construct something how, meaningful to to me and well, to us how do you, how do you write music Uh, in what moment of the day of the night uh, do you get inspired or and what gets you inspired by the way 
Uh, I have um, nine to six work, mm-hmm. you know, job. You know, I, I work like 40 hours a week, and uh, so I get inspired <laughs> when I can. Sometimes at the shower, and sometimes at uh, the subway, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think city is, is more like uh, a hard worker. You know, <laughs> I I don't have a, I I work at a store, but just in the afternoons, so I have plenty. Oh, oh, I think we lost him. Okay, that's fine. Uh, let's call him back and let's. Uh, we've we've uh, gone through this before. Not a problem, but you know it's great uh, to be able to to talk to to people like Sergi and Andrea. I'm gonna be calling them from my cell phone and use the speakerphone. Hey, hey, we're back. Yeah, sorry, I don't know what happened. No problem. So we're talking about uh, how you create your music. What 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 yeah. what makes you wanna create? I was saying that I was saying that uh, I I work a lot uh, on, on music, particularly uh, like every month. I I like to work early in the morning because I don't sleep that much and I woke up really early. Um, and for me, it's like it's like. It's like a job. I, I don't know. I, I work every day, and sometimes I just listen to what I've done, and sometimes I, I do like four songs a day. Uh, Andrea is more. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that prolific. You know, I'm more. I, I'm less less patient, and uh, I, I write a lot. I, I really write a lot, but you don't have like a. But I don't have a, a, a schedule because I have to work. Of course. Um, no, not, not just because of that. I think I'm I'm, I'm another kind of artist. I don't know. I don't have um, a routine. Yeah, I don't have this. Excellent. And and you you told me you you you're you're going to be playing uh, in different uh, cities uh, during this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how yeah. does your tour schedule is looking like? We're having we're doing a tour uh, uh, next month. Uh, and uh, and then we we have like weekends until the summer, and then I I don't know, but probably we we're going to I don't know I think it's it's pretty early to say that, but probably we're going to the United States and uh, and Mexico after the summer, but we still don't know. It's we will know pretty soon, but not, well, that's not that now. that's the best news ever. Please come to San Francisco. You guys have a yeah, following here. Yeah, we'll we'll. Will, yeah, sure. I, I, I love to. I love San Francisco. I really want to go there. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, and, and if you come to San Francisco, obviously, please come to the station, and it'll be an honor to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, thank sure. You. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for the time you took to do the interview. I know it's a little bit late uh, back in uh, in in Barcelona, and again, uh, we are huge fans of SDH. Uh, we find Thank you very much. Muchísimas gracias. No, a ustedes y como les digo, ojalá puedan venir a, aquí a Estados Unidos lo más pronto que se pueda y nos nos encontramos. Nos encontramos en directo, que soy un poco mal así a través del, del Atlántico. Claro, ¿no? 2020 y la tecnología no es perfecta todavía. Y la tecnología no, no funciona. Excelente. 
Pues venga, un abrazo y estamos en contacto y nos vemos muy pronto. Un abrazo. Vale, gracias. Buenas noches. Excellent, uh, Andrea and Sergi from uh, Semiotics Department of Heteronyms. I love that name. I simply love that name. Uh, they, you know, it, it's, uh, it's it's quite a long and complicated name for some people. So uh, I guess uh, they also, they are also known as SDH. But I guess uh, every time I, I play them here in Rockneto, I'll, I will say the whole thing because I just love those uh, those uh, that concept of a uh, title of a band. So yeah, so there's the last part was in English or in Spanish. I don't, I don't know yet. I don't know. Uh, well, they said uh, that uh, they're thinking of going to Mexico and obviously to America. A lot of Spanish bands, if you don't know, uh, they tend to, to go to Mexico. That is like a must for them. And once uh, they're in Mexico, they, they just cross the border and they come to, to America and, and play here. It'd be awesome if, if they could come uh, to San Francisco and uh i just i just can't imagine the type of of show that uh, that they're going to be performing if you're not that familiar with them go on youtube and check out their videos uh their the music's pretty good and they're signed uh, to a to an italian uh, music label called avanti records and uh they, like i said they're about uh, to release a brand new ep Uh, in a couple of weeks, I think he said on the on the 14th, the first single is called uh, No Miracles. And let's play that beauty to celebrate this. This is KXSFLP San Francisco. This is Semiotics Department of Heteronyms. No Miracles in Goth Neto at KXSF.
KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 MHz and KXSF.FM.
The Light, The Whisper by Shino and Oaklander from their 2019 Hypnos album through Days Records. Got Neto at KXSF. Support for KXSF comes from the Edwardian Ball, presented by Paradox Media and Vaudevere on Friday and Saturday, January 24th and 25th at San Francisco's Regency Ballroom. Now in its 20th year, this multi-night multimedia festival features art, live music, theater, fashion, ballroom dancing, DJ sets, a circus spectacular, and technologies old and new, all with an Edwardian twist. Doors each night open at 8 p.m. and close at 2 a.m. Tickets and more information about this quirky, vibrant, all-ages event can be found at www.edwardianball.com. Thank you for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. KXSF 102.5 FM needs you. If you share our commitment to community radio and have time to volunteer your skills in organization, content creation, grant writing, fundraising, and local networking, just go to www.kxsf.fm and click on Become a Volunteer. We need DJs, music hounds, and technical types, too. Volunteer now and help us keep real radio on the air in San Francisco. That is correct. If you want to be part of uh, KXSF, give me a call at 415-648-7327 and I will be happy to help you become part of the KXSF, KXSF family. You can be a, a volunteer, you can be a DJ, you can be just, you know, just hang out with us and enjoy the rock and roll style of life, uh, you know, the KXSF. In a few minutes, in 10 minutes to be precise, we will have the chance to talk to the great creative mind of one of the greatest songwriters that Argentina has produced. Juana Molina will be in Rocknet at KXSF. Let's go and play some music. Let's also celebrate a musician, a lead singer, a poet that I had uh, the absolute honor and pleasure to work with this past uh, 2019 here at KXSF. She has a show with us, uh, a weekly show on Wednesdays, and she'll be back pretty soon. She is definitely into goth and dark wave and cold wave and all that. So this is the perfect space for Wax Idol. Lonely Geo. And this one goes to Heather Fortune in Gothneto at Kriexas.
out of their 2019 album The Destroyer Volume 1 that is TRST with Bicep in Rocknetto at KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco it's 3.20pm in San Francisco 8.20pm in Buenos Aires, Argentina and uh, this is a historic moment for uh, for Rocknetto and for, K- for KXSF because we have the, the honor the absolute and, and true honor of talking to one of the greatest creative minds uh, in uh, in Ibero-American music, <laughs> Juana Molina. ¿Cómo estás, Juana? How are you, Juana? How are you? Thank you so much for the introduction, <laughs> for the presentation. <laughs> no, it's true. Like that, you know, like honestly, you know, we've been trying to, been been trying to talk to you for a bit, and uh, to make it happen is is the greatest thing ever for the station at this very moment. ¿Dónde estás en estos momentos? Where are you exactly at this very moment? Eh, ahora estoy en mi casa, eh, afuera de Buenos Aires. In, uh, out of the city. Not, not very far away, but at home. How's uh, Argentina right now? How's everything back home? Uh, in my home or in, my, or in the country? In general, uh, how's uh, everything in Argentina? Well, it's not doing very well. We have we have a very huge, very important crisis, economic crisis. We've been in crisis for many years, but um, now it's really bad. And uh, well, we've always been in trouble since many many years, and it seems like we can't, for some reason, we can't just get over or fix this. Even though we have one of the richest lands in the world, we are a very poor country. Definitely. I feel for you because, you know, I'm, fr- I'm Mexican. I'm from Mexico City. And, you know, we're very familiar with, with that situation as well. It's like it just, it cycles. It yeah. starts, then it goes away, then yes. it comes back, and it just doesn't stop. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Let's talk about 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 music. Uh, you released uh, an EP uh, last uh, year, which was, by the way, uh, voted as one of the best uh, albums of 2019 by KXSF for fun. Uh, thank you. Great, great, uh, great, great uh, uh, EP. Uh, you're uh, revisiting Reaces uh, uh, canciones uh, like Paraguaya. Uh, un día. Eh, talk to us about it. Un, di- un día, la rata y vagos lagos. Exacto. Sí, sí, sí. Tell us about it. Uh, tell us uh, what was the the original idea of uh, going back and revisit those songs and remaking them for uh, for this new for fun. No, no entendí cómo. Que nos este, platiques este, el, cuál fue la idea, de dónde salió la idea de, re, ah, de revisitar ah, okay, estas yeah, canciones. Yeah. Um, well, we, in general, when we are at rehearsal, I, we get not always very excited about playing the same songs over and over and over. So we just play for the fun of it or for just to, to, to remember the technical parts of the songs because we have many technical Um, technical things to solve and to think, and to be aware and to be um, to be there and not forget 
right? And uh, but you can play whatever you want, doing the same, using the same. Um, I mean, practicing the same needs uh, that you will need on on stage. And we have done many different versions of different songs uh, that we can't remember really uh, because we've done like all sorts of um, adaptations and and uh, different vibes for each song many times. But when we arrived to Roskilde Festival in Denmark, uh, our, our instruments never made it to to the venue. Wow. And the, the choices were not to play or to play with just a guitar, a bass, and a drum kit that were there on stage. So um, we decided, we thought about a few moments, and we decided to just go for it. And we made a very punkish show, um, and it was such a fun show because it was really, we didn't have an, any idea of, of what we were going to do, and we just improvised all the songs in a punk way. And um, after this, I told that to Mark Hollander, the, um, the president of my label, my record label, and sent him uh, the version of Paraguaya that we had recorded. Yeah. And he said, why don't you just record a couple more songs like this, and we release an EP. And I said, are you sure? You you really want to? Yes, this is great. Let's do it. And then at the same time, I had a guy that I like a lot, Dante Savala, that asked me, uh, told me that he wanted to make a video of one of my songs, and I really liked his drawings. And I and I said, yes. I said, but do you have a very short song? And I said, well, we just recorded this song, Paraguaya, that is only two minutes long. Uh-huh. Oh, that's great, that's great, let's do that. And so everything just came naturally, and in a way that when people tell me about my last record, my latest record, I um, I always think it, they are talking about uh, Halo, uh-huh. about Halo, and then, uh, no, they are talking about this one that I don't even consider to be uh, a, new record. Uh, a record, because yeah. it was such in a fun way with no pressure at all, and everything came naturally and at the right time. It was like the perfect timing for everything. And that's why then I found that also even the name of the EP, For Fun, is really uh, representing what it was, doing it. Definitely. What um, te inspira, Juana? What, inspi- what inspires you to create music? ¿Qué te inspira para crear? Well, if sometimes I'm not, for instance, now, I'm not inspired at all. And I think... Um, when I have the need or, or the thought, or, and, and I think that I should be making a new record, like right now, um, and then I really don't feel like playing or recording or doing any music, I just go to the studio and stare to the instruments and play one note and get bored and go back to make me a tea and find excuses to, not to do it. But uh, when, as, as, as time passes by and, and weeks 
come with lots of uh, uh, try of lots of tries to do something finally at the end something happens and then I get excited and when I find a little thing that's when I start uh, recording it oh, oh this is good this is good. and then I, I, I change completely my my mind and uh, the instruments disappear and the music comes up it's like uh, the the scene changes because it, it's it's very weird and very uh, fantastic to see this change from looking at the studio and seeing all the knobs and keys and strings and the screen of the computer to only music. Uh, everything becomes abstract and everything becomes uh, just music. And when I get to that state, it's when I, that I know that I'm going to make something. Very interesting. So you get to... To, you get into a special kind of state of mind when you're about to create that. Yes. That, that sounds very, very, yes. very, very interesting. Yes. How about the lyrics? Yes. I'm uh, not that kind of, I'm not that sort of musician that uh, have the need to play every day. Okay. Uh, like, for instance, Odin Schwartz, who plays with, he's, he's been playing with me for six years now. Yeah. He plays every day uh -huh. and he can't be, uh, he can't live without playing every day. I do other things too. Yeah. And um, so I really need to I really need to get to that uh, state of mind to, in order to know that what I'm going to do is going to have something, some truth in of it. Of course, definitely. Y las letras, ¿qué tan, qué tan importantes son para ti? What about the lyrics? How important are they for you? Lyrics are uh, very important, but they 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 take me a very different kind of work uh, okay. like the music is a world in itself and all the songs are floating in the sky when they are ready without lyrics and then when you when you write lyrics for the songs it's like you get the songs that are floating and and uh what do you say um uh, flying in the air mm -hmm. and you just put them down on earth with with the lyrics i always have that feeling that something that could mean anything all of a sudden means something excellent and i am in a, in between of hating that and loving it at the same time yeah uh, because i've uh, i've i grew up listening to music uh with lyrics i didn't understand of course uh mostly English and uh, French or German or other languages that I didn't understand. And I really got into the abstraction and universal language of music. And that's why when I have to live, but it's not that I can't live the songs as they are without lyrics unless they are instrumental. Because at the same time, you need something to step on and something to, um, I don't know, what do you call muletas in English? Uh, sería como uh, crutches, crutches, a crutch. Crutches, yeah. Uh -huh, yeah, yeah. I think that lyrics are crutches to that help you to to sing the melody. Uh, because sometimes the melody you just can go like la 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 la. In some parts you can, yeah. But there are some others that look more like a, like a verse uh, or a chorus or something. It looks like you're saying something. 
So when it feels like you're saying something, I just go and write something for those parts. Uh, Because then also it's difficult to sing those songs on stage without having lyrics. I think lyrics are helpful, and but it takes me a long, long, long time to write them because, um, well, I don't know. Uh, it's not my my strength to write lyrics. So, but I don't like to write bad lyrics. So it takes me a long time. Definitely, especially the last record, the latest record, Halo. Mm-hmm. That was um, it was delayed for one year because of the lyrics. Okay, really one but year. But then at the end, at the end, I think uh, those are the best lyrics of the, my whole uh, career. Excellent. Uh, are you thinking about releasing a new album in in 2020, maybe 2021? I don't think I'm gonna make it for 2020. It, okay. I mean, I don't know. But in general, you need to deliver the record like six months before the release. So I, in order to have it. You can't release a record by Christmas. Mm -hmm. The latest you can uh, release a record is October. Okay. And in order to be in October, I should deliver it by May, June. And I don't think that's going to happen. So I I think, I hopefully, I am aiming for 2021. Excellent. Do you have some songs for that uh, album already? I have... um, Mm, this time I really don't have much. No, no, I have a few things that I like, but I don't feel they will be part of a record. No. Okay. Excellent. Like you said, I, I know you do a lot of a lot of things. I've uh, watched your Instagram account, and I've seen you like you know creating music and playing and you know doing anything, whatever you want, and. Uh, I I didn't know. Uh, I knew you. I knew you were you were a comedian when you know back in in the nineties. I didn't know about Juana yes. y sus hermanas. So uh, yes, for the past week I've been watching it on on YouTube, and uh, it, it, it 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 it's it's great. How do you f- feel when when you look back and you watch those uh, you know videos of uh, Juana y sus hermanas? ¿Cómo te sientes todavía de cuando cuando te ves en Juana y sus hermanas? Well, there, the thing is that uh, I should upload the videos that I like the most because okay. I always feel that the ones that are on YouTube aren't the best ones. Okay. But at the same time, I am a bit lazy, so I don't do it. But I, I would love to 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 make a channel with the my selection awesome. of videos from from the TV show. Um, but maybe those aren't the ones that will make people laugh the most. But I don't care. I, I think, I think the curation, the curation of the videos that people have made aren't isn't the best. Okay. Uh, I I don't know why they've chosen those. Um, probably because uh, the second part of the show, the sec- the second year. Uh, wasn't was wasn't that easy to find uh-huh. as the first one because the first one was owned by a network okay. and the second one which was much much better was owned by an independent producer and he never released anything so that makes uh, for people that makes much more difficult to find those 
videos. Of course. So I should do it. And maybe, uh, I don't know, if I have to stay in bed for a month, <laughs> either because I'm ill or because I'm on holiday. Yeah, <laughs> no, you'll have maybe the time. I should take care of and, and, <laughs> and upload like, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 awesome. of the, the, the ones that I consider are the best. Do you miss uh, Juana y sus hermanas? Do you miss uh, comedy? Could you could you go back? No, and do it no, again? no. I don't. No? I don't. I don't miss TV. TV is um, kills everything. I mean, in Argentina, it's not like in the states where you have an array of yeah. a thousand writers yes. uh -huh. for you, and um, you just get there and, and everything's written with a hundred jokes and everything's funny. Yeah. Uh, here it was just two people working and working and sweating the big drop because you you i mean you you can't be just two people writing for a weekly show of course that last that uh, is an hour long um so it was much it was more about uh, the characters that were funny than the than the script being funny i think of course uh, And then you stopped doing uh, Juan y sus hermanas, and you started making music. Your first album was what in 1996, uh, Rara. Yes, exactly. Yes. Ha as a mu as a musician, how do you f how do you compare yourself? Uh, you know, from you know, compare with uh, Rara and uh, let's say Halo. Like as a musician, as a human being, how do you see yourself? Well. Um Rara is a record that was made when I hadn't found my voice yet. Okay. I was very insecure, and I thought I needed to sound like everybody else because, I mean, at the same time, I wanted to do something different, but I was a bit scared of being too different, and um, I didn't. I wasn't sure about what I wanted. Sure. I think the demo of Rara is more similar to what I've done afterwards than the record itself. Okay. Uh, I think Santa Laja made a great, great job about it, especially because he had in front of him a person who didn't know exactly what she wanted. And um, he made a great job um, regarding sound and regarding uh, the, time be the time that was going on there, which was like the grunge. Uh, era of music and so he kind of framed my music in that context I think if I had been myself now that exact same record wouldn't be the same of course it would be more like like me <laughs> a little bit more like <laughs> very different um, yeah sometimes I know that uh, Santa Lara gets my message wrong because he thinks that I'm not talking well about him. I think he's a genius and then he's done a really, really great job about my... It's me that I'm not happy with myself on that record. Uh, it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with him. I think it's that I wasn't secure. I wasn't sure about what I was doing. It, I was looking for, for something that I didn't find, mm -hmm. but I did find, uh, what I was looking for in Segundo, my second album. From 2000? I think there there I found something really um, that is completely me. Of course. Do you have Even if it sounds really bad. I mean, uh, production-wise, 
it's probably, I mean, even if you put Segundo among other records, you need you really need to turn the volume a hundred points up, yeah. Because it doesn't have a mastering and it doesn't have it doesn't even have EQ. I mean, everything was very very poorly recorded because that was it was supposed to be a demo, okay. and then I decided to make a record with it. And um, but I love it so much. Excellent. I love it so much because I think it's there's as I was saying before there is a truth in that record. Is that your favorite album? In segundo. Segundo. Yeah. Excelente. Uh, are you are you pl are you going to be touring soon? Are you going to be playing some gigs in Argentina, as, uh, Latin America? We are we are uh, playing a couple of I don't know like five or six shows in February, and then we have a tour in Europe and then the states. Awesome, because uh, so people uh, they must know that you you lived in America for a few years. I I did, but a long time ago, like yeah. almost twenty years ago. Well, I hope that you uh, come to San Francisco. It'd be uh, it'd be a dream come true. You know, for a lot I of people. I think I am. Awesome. I think I am by mid by the end mid of mid May or something. I think I'm going to the West Coast. Awesome. Around the tenth or the ninth or something like that. Excellent. First week or second week of of May, I will be in San Francisco for sure. But I can't remember now where we are playing. Okay, no, no, not a problem. Please come to the station when you come to San Francisco. It'll be great uh, to be able to hang out with you and you know to talk to. Right, you if we know. have time, yeah, sure. Sometimes we don't have time to yes. do anything because we're just traveling, True. playing, sleeping, eating. Do you? That's all we do, do for you a month or two. Do you still enjoy uh, touring like that? Like you know, like. You get to be only one day in one city, then you have to go to the next one right away. Yes, yes, because I become 15 again. Awesome. Or 16. Uh -huh. I mean, all, we all become like really teenage. I don't know what happens every time I tour with a bunch of people. After a few days, we are all teenagers again. It's, I love that. Totally. <laughs> I really like that. I, am, I, I, I envy that from you. Te lo, te lo envidio de manera cabal. Eh, Juana, pues un gran abrazo. Muchísimas gracias por la entrevista. Thank you so much for the interview. Por favor, muchísimas gracias por llamarme y por, por todo esto tan lindo. Venga, toquemos un día punk para bueno. celebrar esta entrevista y te mando otro abrazo hasta Argentina y espero verte Dale, pronto gracias. aquí en San Francisco. Abrazos. Adiós. Bye. Adiós. Ok. Juana Molina. Un día punk. And this should be the last rock neto ever. That's it, it's over. Un día punk. Juana Molina. Si hablo de amor, desilusión, banalidades, sobre el teatro, si hablo de vos, soy de tu olor. 
Her 2019 EP for fun. This is the punk version of Undia, Undia Punk, in God Neto at KXSF. Support for KXSF comes from WeNeedMerch.com, a Bay Area-based screen printing and embroidery company founded by artists and musicians. Whether you're looking for a small run of custom T-shirts for a family reunion or a larger order for your business or band's upcoming event. We Need Merch has you covered, and with a quick turnaround time. To find out more, go online to weneedmerch.com. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Don't touch that dial, it's finally here. All day long and all night long, KXSF is now broadcasting and streaming continuously 24-7. 
That means now when your favorite shows on KXSF are over, great programming keeps on playing online at www.kxsf.fm, curated by actual human beings who volunteer at KXSF. Now there's no reason not to always stay tuned to people-powered KXSF-FM, San Francisco's true independent community radio station. Support for KXSF comes from Viva La Volva, a three-day pop-up event happening at 111 Mina Gallery in San Francisco. The multimedia exhibit will feature art, performances, and discussions with top experts on women's health and sexual well-being. Coinciding with the Women's March SF, the show begins Friday, January 17th from 1 to 5 p.m., then continues on Saturday and Sunday, the 18th and 19th, from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. This is a ticketed event, so you must be 21 or over with proof of ID. For more information, go to VivaLaVolvaLA.org. Tickets are available through Eventbrite.com under Viva La Volva SF or on Facebook events under Viva La Volva San Francisco. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Friday night and the lights are low. Fontaine's DC. Emil and the Sniffers. Betty Levette. These aren't just the names of legendary musicians, hot bands, or emerging artists. It's a list of live interviews and or live performances that have all been featured on KXSF 102.5 FM in the past year. KXSF DJs and hosts are working hard to bring you exclusive chats and live performances from internationally acclaimed artists as well as local bands and musicians looking to spread the word about their music. We're the biggest little radio station on the dial. So go tell your friends what they're missing and keep tuning in to KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Stream us and donate at www.kxsf.fm. Yes, indeed. We are the iconic San Francisco radio station. Entirely underground, entirely uh, community-driven, managed. And this is just the beginning uh, like I said, uh, we're, we will be debuting uh, six, seven shows in the upcoming two weeks here at KXSF. Unlike you heard in one of those spots, now we're broadcasting and streaming 24-7, 365. So that means that right after this show, uh, well, obviously, after this, this show, uh, our signal will go off on the FM. But you can go uh, to KXSF.FM or go to uh, TuneIn Radio and look for us. And you'll be able to enjoy continuous programming 24-7-365. If you dig this, if you think this is rather enough or sick enough, I want to be part of this. Hit me up at 415-648-7327 and I'll be extremely happy to guide you through the process of how to become part of the KXSF family. 3.51 p.m. in San Francisco. We have nine more minutes. We will continue uh, playing uh, music for you, though. This is uh, one of our favorite bands in history. Chromatic Time Rider in Goth Neto. Seven children dream of sleep. Losing count of hours to keep Singing songs from yesterday It's got to feel so good to get away 
Austro Italians do it better. Quite interesting uh, music label led by uh, Johnny Jewel. The Scrammatics with Time Rider, 3:55 p.m. That means it's time to say goodbye. Uh, we're about to tune out of uh, FM, so this show will continue in uh, on the internet only. So you might as well start uh, switching to KXSF.FM or just go to TuneIn Radio and look for uh, for KXSF 102.5 FM. You'll find it right away. And that's it. Thanks uh, so much. It was such a special show today. Uh, the three interviews, they were simply ballistic. They were sick. They were crazy. Uh, Juana Molina, genius, excellent creative mind. Um, semiotics department of heteronyms from Barcelona, Catalonia. Uh, we found out uh, they, they will be coming to America as well as Juana. And we started uh, the first, uh, the very first uh, interview of the day, which was uh, also quite interesting. Uh, for next week, so far we have uh, Show Me the Body and uh, Omni, I think, although that, that's, that's not confirmed yet. And we will be talking to La Gusana Ciega. Uh, any of you Latin Americans out there? Pretty sure know who uh, La Gusana Ciega is. They'll be coming uh, to San Francisco, not San Francisco, to Pacifica. They're playing uh, in Pacifica in the upcoming uh, couple of weeks. And that's it. 357 KXSFLP San Francisco. And uh, the next song is uh, dedicated to the person that uh, got me into God when I was uh, 17 years old. Back then, uh, Guillermo, he used to work at a, at a pharmacy in Mexico City called uh, De Todo. Um, this girl, uh, she she was a cashier. She was older than me. And uh, she was like super, like truly a god chick. And uh, she, I was more into, you know, Britpop, we're talking about the 90s. Um, little bit of leftovers of crunch uh noise shoegaze from those late uh, 90s and uh, when i met her i just uh, discovered an entire different universe i have no idea where she is haven't spoken to her for 22 years but whatever you are uh Gabriela, you're uh, listening to this. This is for you. This is Lacrimosa with Lichtgestalt in God Network KXSF. Gracias. Ich bin der Winkel deiner Augen, bin der Abdruck deiner Augen. 
KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 MHz and KXSF.FM.
From 1979 and out of uh, the pleasure principle that is getting human with Emmy Me in Gotnatuat KXSF. Don't touch that dial, it's finally here. All day long and all night long, KXSF is now broadcasting and streaming continuously 24-7. That means now when your favorite shows on KXSF are over, great programming keeps on playing online at www.kxsf.fm, curated by actual human beings who volunteer at KXSF. Now there's no reason not to always stay tuned to people-powered KXSF-FM, San Francisco's true independent community radio station. That is absolutely correct. The Human League, the Lebanon, in God's network KXSF. Do it. 
KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 MHz and KXSF.FM.
KXSFLP San Francisco 102.5 megahertz at kxsf.fm Cada paso, nunca tuve clara la 
intentando no dejar entrar A esa perra extraña que lleva mis zapatos y mi andar No sé cuántas veces diré tus putas llaves a 